Hello, welcome to my roundup of the October 2020 PS Plus games and the games this month were Need for Speed Payback and Vampire. So jumping straight in with Need for Speed Payback, it takes up 27.1 gigabytes and is developed by Ghost Games. I have no experience with the franchise at all so I didn't really know what to expect going in except for that it's a racing game. Now. I am not an authority to give a take on whether a game, a racing game is good or not because I don't play racing games by choice. I was previously looking back at my Let's Try videos and we've had five racing games in the last kind of two years since I started playing on the channel and I can't really say that I enjoyed any of them but I can say that they've all been a bit different. So. The way that this one was different is like it kind of it tried to present itself almost as a movie it had a story in it it seemed to go a little bit open world by the time we got to the end of the let's try but obviously the story is going to center around races so i don't mean to be harsh but i just didn't enjoy any of the way that the game was presented Here's how it felt to me, right? So I haven't watched the Fast and Furious movies. I don't really have any interest in watching the Fast and Furious movies because I'm not interested in cars. And in my brain, those movies are like what this game was. Does that make sense? It's like, it's over the top cheesy drama. And it's just the whole car life thing is not something that I can relate with so I just don't really have any interest in the story. So the game makes this big effort to tell this story and make it very cinematic and stuff but then what benefit is that when you're not actually interested in the story you know and then after that strip that away it's a racing game and you've got to judge it on other things. So I'll try and explain a little bit how it felt playing, I guess. Um, the cars felt very, I don't think floaty is the right word, but it wasn't like a simulator where we would hit a lot of stuff and the car would not get damaged. I'm not saying that's a negative exactly, but it just felt so bizarre that I was like smashing into things and the car was totally fine and we just sort of kept going, no struggles. And I don't know if it was the damage or if it was something else about the way the car handled. I just didn't like it. There was, I didn't feel like I was in good control. It could be that I'm just not good at racing games. But it just didn't feel good in my hands and it didn't feel good trying to drive it. I don't know. It just didn't, didn't click with me at all. Another key thing though that kind of stood out to me as I was playing like the sound design was just felt very all over the place it was completely I was gonna say sensory overload but it wasn't sensory overload it was like auditory overload like there was so many sounds going on at one time like I mentioned it in the video but there's um the radio with songs with words in so it's like a tune plus words You've got your characters talking to each other on the phone at the same time. You've got sirens going on in the background. 
you've got your police radio going off so you can hear them talking as well and the sounds of your car and all of them layered on top of each other meant me not listening to anything (laughs) does that make sense it was like too much noise and it didn't even give off a good chaotic effect it just gave off a chaotic effect that made me zone out a little bit so not only was it story-wise not my cup of tea it also a few the gameplay and other technical things just weren't for me either which I don't enjoy saying because I don't enjoy shitting on a game but this just game was not for me at all basically. I did speak to some friends who were more into racing games and they also said that like this game isn't great basically. They said that like Need for Speed used to be good and then they started changing a lot of what they did and it wasn't for the best. Um, I will leave that for every individual to decide, but to me it's a very disappointing PS Plus game, is the best way that I can put it. I had no desire to jump back in and continue. The second game of the month is Vampire. It takes up 21.8 gigabytes and it was developed by Dotnod. This is a game that's been on my radar for quite a while. But I never got it. I was very curious about it. But I thought that I'd kind of just heard very like meh reports about it. Like meh. You know it's alright. It's nothing special. A lot of people got bored playing it is what I got from it. But I was kind of excited to try it. Because I'd heard there was sort of a morality system. And it was kind of you know semi-narrative based so it seemed like something right up my street and the fact that it was a such a game that I was curious about but not enough to buy it kind of made it into a good PS Plus game in my opinion because that means I get to try something that I didn't want to invest my money into because the thing is if they always do these big blockbuster games most people are already going to have the games and then if they do all the same types of games they're always going to leave someone out so I was really glad this seems like a game that is different to anything that we've really had so far so straight away I got this vibe about this game that it is very atmospheric the opening scene was really cool it was a little bit spooky actually it was way more intense than I expected it to be I was shocked actually at how intense I felt while I was playing it I thought the writing seemed good from like especially the little story that I read in the game when I got into that bedroom that like I still thought about that for a little while afterwards it's fun to explore London in a different scenario and I feel like there's a lot of exploration to be done in this game like even just looking through the menus looking at different citizens and stuff I am actually very interested to continue into the game. The only reason that I'm not absolutely buzzing, ready to go right now, is because I found it a bit spooky. (laughs) Um, And I have to be in the right mood to play intense games. So for that reason, and like I mentioned in the video, I will probably continue it on stream at some point. But it's not something that I want to play on my own, as weird as that sounds. Even the music, the colours, everything about it was just very, very intense. And I'm interested to see 
not only where the story goes but how the game holds up throughout its length and how it's paced and like how it's actually laid out as well because we we had an open world we had some quests like markers on the map but because we're a vampire and we're only like we burn in the sun I don't know how the gameplay is affected by say if there's a day and night cycle or anything like that I'm very very interested to see how it goes and with the whole morality thing like and citizens having their own page really fascinated me seems like we're going to get to know some of them and maybe get some side quests and I guess ultimately decide if we want to be an evil vampire or not so overall it's not the best month for me I've got to admit I was excited for vampire but since playing the little bit that I played I'm not like super stoked about it I like I say I liked it but I have to be in the right mood for it and I suppose because it's October it is Halloween month so it was a very appropriate game actually. I guess I was just a little bit disappointed because if anyone listened to my last roundup I managed to get some predictions in on time and I went for like Watch Dogs 2 and Man of Medan and I was really really hoping for Man of Medan because Little Hope's coming out, it's Halloween it has co-op or online multiplayer kind of however that works it just seemed like the perfect game for this month of PS Plus so I know that you can't have your expectations like that but because I was hoping for those types of games I was a little bit underwhelmed by the month and I know it's probably not fair for me to say because obviously it's a genre that I don't like but I'm sick of getting racing games like my brain seems to merge racing games and sports games into the same category we get so many of them and there's so many other genres that we could get that we don't and like I'm just sort of missing the days where we used to get like four or five games but a few of them were indies like I feel like they need to do something to freshen this format up or at least just stop giving us so many racing and sports games you know again that is completely subjective that is personal opinion but I'm getting a bit burnt out with the games that they are providing once again vampire I think that's different to anything that we've had so far so I'm quite happy with that but how often can we say oh this is different to what we normally get it's not very often is it like usually they've got quite a, a set structure so to sum up that part of it I just don't know there's something about this month that just does not make me happy and I even not I'm, I'm not excited about next month neither I just I'll be interested to see what we get very very interested but at this point I just feel like I need to keep my expectations very low since this was the last month of PS Plus on PS4 only, I expected more. That's where I'm going to leave that part of the conversation. So PS5 comes out next month. The PS Plus collection comes out if you get a PS5, which in my opinion is great. I know that some people aren't so happy about it because they've already played most of the games in the PS Plus collection. However, I have not. 
so it works out well for me and I'm gonna hope in my mind that they will keep adding to that too because it has a lot of PS4 exclusives and games that aren't PS4 exclusive neither and I feel like for example maybe they'll add Horizon Zero Dawn to that you know maybe not maybe they will I don't know but for me anyway the PS Plus collection I'm really looking forward to diving into some of the games that I missed because I don't tend to buy games new in fact I don't need to because I still have so many PS Plus games to play so on that note I don't really want to do any predictions this month I guess if anything I'll just carry last month's predictions forward I'm going again for Watch Dogs 2 and Man of Medan, whether that happens or not, we will see. And before I close the video, I just wanted to mention that they got some new artwork this month. Um, I was looking out for my regular little thing that I like to share on Instagram, just so that people get the news if they don't follow the news or whatever, to know what the next PS Plus games are. And usually they have like, it's sort of black with, it's a plus sign with the poster in it. And then they have like a neon pink and a neon blue around them. And I was just waiting out for that, uh, for that poster. And then suddenly I found a new poster and it's gray and yellow and a totally new layout. And I think a lot of this is to do with the fact that they're sort of rebranding things ready in time for the PS5. They've also completely overhauling the store, the PS4 or 5? PlayStation store, sorry. And I'm guessing this is part of that. And I think I like it. I'm not sure. I like the old design, but I think I can easily get used to the design that they've done for this one. I just thought it was an interesting point and Clearly, I don't think it's a coincidence that it's the month before the PS5 comes out. Um, and on that note, I will wrap up this video. Next month will be the first month of PS Plus with a PS5. I won't have the PS5, unfortunately, but it will be out there. So let's see if they start off the PS5 life with a bang. I really hope that they do. Thank you for listening and I will catch you next month. Bye bye.